Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to my Anchor channel. Still trying to learn this app and figure it out, but it's a good Sunday morning to you. Man, here we are uh, in January. It's hard to believe how time is flying, and uh, the new year is in full swing uh, on the 7th of January this morning. I uh, just want to come to you for just a brief minute or two and just share from my heart uh, part of the sermon that I'll be preaching this morning um, out of Nehemiah. You know, Nehemiah got word of the condition of his hometown and country, and Jerusalem was in ruins. The walls were down. And when he got the word and he realized it, it caused great concern. And I want you to follow a little bit of what just happens it, it, from, from this point forward. That concern is what grieved him when he saw the state of his people, when he saw the state of reality around him. It caused great concern. That concern drove him to his knees and to this beautiful prayer that you see in Nehemiah chapter 1 where he goes into a time of confession. See, concern for the things going on in our life and around our life can grieve us and it can get us to a place of action. It moves us to action. And the first step in that action is confession. That we've got to confess our sins, confess how we've allowed things to lax, become complacent, and walk into this place of uh, of ruin because we let our guard down. Our walls got destroyed because we allowed things in. Our gates must have been open that we allowed things into our lives, into our homes, into our spirits that shouldn't have been in there. And so it should drive us to a knees of conviction. And man, that conviction is what changes the direction and the course of things. It's from that conviction that Nehemiah begins to build this courage, this courage. He begins to contemplate a plan and says, I've got to do something. And so because he's like, I've got to do something, he's willing to go before the king who just, uh, this is the same king that Esther is sitting next to. As a matter of fact, if you read later on in, in, in Nehemiah, it says and the king is sitting there, I think in chapter four, and the princess is sitting next to him. That princess is Esther. Can you can you put this together? Esther, the one who saved her people because she was willing to, to put everything aside. And she says, you know what? There must be a reason for me being here. My purpose is to go before the king for such a time as this to save my people. And now Nehemiah is going before the same king because the concern has led to his confession of, of, of realizing that He's blown it and, and, and his people has blown it. His people has failed God and his people has turned their backs on God. And so he's now being moved out of this conviction and this repentance to change the course of history and the direction and to go back and to help save his people as well. And it brings great courage for him to go before the king. And not only that, but it has to have the courage to go before or to go back to the place where the walls have been destroyed and torn down and be willing to face the people who tore those walls down. Because as you read, they have to build this wall with a tool in one hand and a weapon in the other hand. But the people were ready because there was someone who came to them, who encouraged them, who said, hey, we can do this. We've got God on our side. When we place him first, when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, do things in a right way, then all these things will be added unto us as we need them. So he will provide for us and he will do things for us that nobody else could do. And so you had to do, he had to build out of caution. That's a, a, another time. I mean, he was, he was building. They were about to do them. Matter of fact, it says when he first got there to survey the, the ruins, he would only do it at night. He didn't want anybody to know he was there, especially the bad guys. He didn't want them to know that they were that he was back uh, contemplating how to rebuild the walls. 
So I don't know what's going on in your life today. I want you to go and read Nehemiah for yourself. Powerful story. It's one that we tend to forget about, and it's one that we just kind of talk about, you know, rebuilding a wall or maybe standing the gap or full things that cliche things. But I want you to read the story because it's so relevant to where we are today. Because if you look at the world around you, I promise you, you see uh, the enemy destroying a lot of lives. He may be destroying your life today. So I want to encourage you today. Don't let the enemy destroy you. There is someone, his name is Jesus, who is there for you, who wants to empower you, who wants to redeem you. And then he wants to use you on his mission of reaching and seeking to save those who are lost, to help rebuild and bring restoration back to your family, your community, your church, your home, and this country. God bless you. I love you. Live victoriously today through Jesus Christ and the empowerment of his Holy Spirit. Talk to you later.